Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Undo Radio. This is Sophia Chang. We've got a special guest here today. Um, Josh, what's going on? What's poppin'? Yo, what up, what up, Sophia Chang. If you don't know her, she's the lady with the bun in the streets, Apparently, yo. you're the guy with the bun now, too. We're leaning, though, we leaning. I'm like the twisted one. Um, tell us, can, can you, like, kind of introduce yourself to our community? So yes, my name is Josh. I am a co-founder of We Run Uptown, a, Washington, a running group based out of Washington Heights, or Uptown, which is everything above Central Park. Yeah, and we host runs every single Monday night totally free very social very fun what uh, time and, and where can people find you so you can find us on social media on instagram or twitter at wru crew c-r-e-w run at 7 30 be there at 7 15 uh if you follow us now the summer is going to be very popping uh the uptown summer series just dropped so we're going to have uh run special special runs every first and third of the month we got uh, everybody eats on the first of the month and the traffic jam on the third of the month. So if you like karaoke, come through on the third of the month, you know, and if you like to eat, come on the first of the month. Right. Like, which trains did, did you take today, Josh? All of them. <laughs> all the trains. One train to 42nd Street, hopped on the Q and then the R, all the way down the canal. Came oh down yeah. the canal to collect a check. You know what I'm saying? Get did you money. deposit it yet? Not yet. Not Donate yet. Because if I do it, it goes by fast, you know? Right. All right, today we got Josh. Mm, what's, how do you say your last Mock. name? Mock. Mock. What kind of last name is that? It's Asian, apparently. Chinese. Oh, Mock. It's supposed to M- be M-O-K. M-O-K, exactly. You know, when we you come to the States, it. they fuck it up. That's can I, true. Can I curse? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. This is undo radio. This is not... I'm saying... We're not, this is like part of Sirius XM level, you know what I'm saying? Um, all right, cool. Well, thanks for coming out. I know it's Thank a long trek. Uh, so, how are you doing today? How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. You're rocking your undo sweater? You know, on brand, always. And you can cop this online at undoordinary.com. Just click shop, and we have everything there. Fits really well, too, y'all. Feeling good. Today's Monday. About to go do our run tonight. Uh, We run uptown every single Monday. If you're in New York, come uptown. You know what I'm saying? Tell us about that. How did did that whole thing start? Uh, It actually started with Hector and a heartbreak, man. Uh Uh-huh. I don't really know too much about that. You know, but so you joined the team a little later on, uh, about like six months. So there was actually a, a mutual friend of ours, our homie Danny, uh, tried to get me to come out and run for a little while. Mm. And they were just doing it like, you know, hashtag we run uptown. Were you active before then? Always. I've, uh, I've been an athlete my whole life. What were you doing? Everything. Baseball, football, soccer. Handball? Not, it's not a sport. You're not at the handball courts? Oh, shit. You can't <laughs> hate on handball. Come so, you know, it's crazy. So, I grew up in the Bronx, and um, in my area where I grew up at, there was, a like, a group of Filipino, or not Filipino, sorry, Cambodians. And they, and they were fire. <laughs> they were, like, really good, like, handball players. So, uh-huh. where we grew up at, there was a big-ass handball court with gates around it. And the Dominicans... Typical wanted to play baseball or the Jamaican homies wanted to play soccer. That sounds about right. Cambodians wanted to play handball. So we had to figure out a way how to work with each other as far as timing wise. So we knew everybody that played handball goes to the court after four o'clock when the sun is down. So right. we were there pretty early and you know, it worked. Look at you. That's good. You guys figured out a good schedule. Yeah, you know, Nobody got into any fights or that already happened? Uh, no, it used to happen all the time. 
That's nice. You know? But it was fun. Like, it was all cool. Like, it was like one day fights. Right. Next day, everybody's cool. So how did, how did running came, like come into your life? I actually hated running. So when I used to play baseball, um, our coach used to make us do like four laps around a three baseball field size field. Right. Does that make sense? Um, and I used to do like one and then like hide and then wait for everybody. I can see you doing that. Yeah. Being one of those kids like, yeah, Definitely. nah, I'm, I was out. I'm out. I was really good at baseball. Um, so I was like. You I just didn't want to try. I didn't want to run. I was like, oh, fuck this. All right. And then what changed? Um, after I met Hector and we actually got to run, we did a scavenger hunt um, with some of the homies from Resident Runners at the time. Um, so was like folks from the running community just in your circles and then like slowly you just got no, into so, it? So Hector was an influencer at the time or is, I don't know, whatever the, he was somebody, oh. he was, he was meeting, he was with the right people at the right time and like the whole running thing. He actually thought that like the running movement he started, you know, like crews and stuff like that. And then he met some other folks in the community that were OGs and whatnot and um they kind of put him onto game, and then I came in the picture a little later, and then the hashtag We Run Uptown became an actual thing. Uh, what year was this? 2014. All right. Yeah, 14, 2014. July 17, 2014. Ooh, we, ha we have an actual date. Oh, we actually have a date, yeah. Why is so, that? Uh, that was when we actually like put all our money together and was like, all right, so we're going to make these logos. Uh, this is going to be like official now. This is like a thing. And oh. we picked a day, like before Hector used to just post on like, if you ever had an old iPhone, uh, they used to have like the notes and you could like type it and like screenshot it and post it on IG. And that was like what it was, like whatever day he was free to run, he'll post it, a time, location. And if people came, like he'll run. If nobody came, he'll just go back home. Um, and it became like after, so my homie Danny is friends with him, like through sneaker culture and all that. And he... Uh, was running with Hector at the time. Danny and I kind of reconnected like through a mutual job that we had and he was trying to get me to come out of run and was like telling me, yo, come out and I always told him no. And then they told me like, oh, there's an event, a, sca a, a dope scavenger hunt and um, there's going to be like some free shoes and shit. So I was like, oh yeah, fuck it, we out. Pulled up, had a blast and then since then it was like, Right, cool. So like, what made you go back? Like after the scavenger hunt, what was it about the experience that to made be honest, you be like, I'm gonna start running now? Yeah, to be school? honest, like I think Hector kind of got me moving, uh, like to run more, because I was like, yo, if this like big dude could do this, like Hector was a little bigger at the time, I was like, yo, he could do this shit, like I could definitely do this shit. So like, and you know, I had fun doing it. It, it wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't feel competitive at the time or nothing like that. Like nobody was trying to win or break any records, but. It, just, it was just fun, like, just to be running in the street. Like, it was, like, the fr the purest form of freedom that you can probably get in any right. sport, you know? So right. And also just see the city, see your environment exactly. differently and share that with, like, other folks around you. Yeah. And then, of course, like, we, like, became friends with, like, you know, some of the bridge runners and SACE. And, like, we kind of, like, got sucked in into, like, that world and whatnot as, like, the younger heads. Because uh, when we first started running, I was still 20. I, c I wasn't even legal yet, to be honest. Oh. So my first beer, Jeb actually bought it for me. And oh, That's I'm only, awesome. And I'm shout only out to Jeb. Shout out to my man Jeb. And I'm only saying this because his birthday was just passed. So like, it right. was like really recent. But yeah, he actually bought me my first legal beer. That's awesome. Yeah. So what is what would you say would be like your biggest lesson or takeaway um, from running in your life? Because uh, obviously it's so closely tied, right? You're very closely tied to this community, this run crew. You, s you see them once a week. You're kind of powering it. Also, you have it tattooed on your leg. 
yeah, right? Branded. <laughs> so, so what would you say was like kind of a big takeaway for you? Um, I think for me personally, I think it was just the freedom that you get from it. Like, um, you can play basketball in every other sport or any sport in general, but I think running gave me like just another space to be in. You know, you go like you get a people talk about like a runner's high and shit. Like, you know, that's a real thing. You know. Um, so how would you convince someone who might be listening doesn't run? Yo, try it. Just try it. Try it. Try it. Pressure. Uh, nah, not even. Um, I think do it at your own. Do it at your own pace. Even if it's just like ten minutes. Um, I didn't. I I really hated running when I first started. Like I just hated the sweat and like being moist everywhere. And I just learned to love it because it's like it's good for you at the end of the day, you know. Right. So. And how'd you how'd you get involved with Undo? Or how did you? How did we first come on your radar? Um, Jeb was there. Uh, Hector and I went to an event at West um, on 72nd Street. Uh, it's a little sneaker shop, an OG sneaker shop in New York City. So if you have in the city, come out and check that out. Um, but What's it called? West NYC. Okay. Yeah, yeah, West NYC on 72nd Street. Oh, yeah, I've been there before during, like, the end of a marathon. Yeah, One yeah. of the New York that City marathons. That used to be the after party. Right. right. People yeah, would exactly. be there. There'd be like a masseuse there. Exactly. People would get yeah, beer you know and vibes. pizza down the street. That used to be the vibe back cool. then. Word. So um, Vasha and Robin were doing an event with, I get, I think, the store, if I'm, not, if I'm not mistaken. It was like called Undo Heat or something like that. And it was like the first time I actually ran, uh, did a workout because Vasha hosted like a little five-minute to ten-minute little exercise right you know right. what i mean in between and ran back to the store and it was the first time i actually seen somebody run with a speaker and it was actually vasha that was running with the speaker She's always doing that. so i pulled up like we were running and i'm like oh yo who's the shorty with the hat that got the speaker on hey. and then, like i pulled up on her you know and like she just looked at me and smiled and i was like oh all right lit. it's lit <laughs> <laughs> you know so like that's how we actually met um and we've been friends since that's dope all right let me see all right. So one of the things that we wanted to talk about was this idea of the giving back. Right. So Big obviously thing. the Heights has changed a lot over time. The whole neighborhood that you're originally from, the neighborhood that you reside at right now, that's changed a lot. New York City is changing a lot. Like, what are your thoughts on giving back to the community? Right. And have you uh, and also even in terms of the, the run crew, have you seen that affect the crew community at all? Well, I think giving back in general is very important because a lot of people kind of forget uh, um, in our in our time that a lot of people don't have a lot of things. Mm. And and giving back cannot just it's not only like giving actual things or money or food, but like passing down knowledge. For mm. say, you know, there's a lot of like in the streets right now. There's not a lot of guidance, and I feel like we were the last generation to receive. So Hector and I we do we try to do our best to um, you know pass it down, whether it's to our peers and or to people that are younger than us you know because there's a lot of things that are lost in translation as far as like i don't know something just to say like an example like walking the street with a female like in new york we dudes are supposed to walk towards the street you right. know what i mean not towards the building like that was a thing like you know that's an old example school. so old school you know it's it, been a minute i was like oh shit i forgot about this <laughs> you know ryan i'm not you know what i'm saying i'm just taking care of her you feel me <laughs> But yeah, like just like for example, like something like that doesn't get passed down. So like now, everybody's like pretty doing whatever, pretty much whatever they want. There's no right. structure. Like nobody's giving out like real advice or things like that. You know. 
All right. So around the fall and winter, you spend a lot of time with kids, right, in the neighborhood, yeah. mm -hmm. like helping out, giving back. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, those kids. So I coach kids at the Armory up in up in the Heights. It's the only indoor track in Manhattan, and probably besides Park Slope Armory in New York City. Um, it's a very famous track. They host the Millwalls games there and everything. So. Uh, there's actually a program that's for the kids in the community. It's totally free. They can come after school. Um, and we basically teach them, like, basic track and field stuff. You know, so it's a place where they can, and like... Did you run track and field yourself? Hell no. Okay. Nope. I didn't, like, the only... I played baseball, basketball. And how'd you get into it, then? Like, obviously, you um, were, like... Through running. So, okay. through running, yeah. Like, through running, I, I, like, gained interest of being fast. Like, uh, speed was always something I always liked. Um, and I think just the technicality of track and field, like you know, sprinting stuff, like, always interested me because uh, I'm an athlete, and those are things, like, if you can run fast, short distance, it probably works for baseball or for right. football or whatnot, right. you know? Or like like cross-training. People don't realize, like, cross-training is really important. Yeah, people, Some exactly. people, like runners or just certain, a lot of times, like, males I'll meet, they'll be like, nah, I don't do yoga or I don't no, do whatever. And it's important. like, nah, like, you actually need that. That uh, Actually stretching a little bit, that's really all it is. Yeah, I'm pretty Doing a little bit of that actually helps like champion and propel whatever other stuff that you're doing yeah, like i'm pretty i'm a pretty flexible dude like i've always been very aware as an athlete as a total as a full as a total athlete and very aware of like the things that can help me be better at doing certain things you know right and like nowadays obviously we see in like major sports like basketball something like people are really spending more time in the gym with yep. weights to be able to cross train 100%. and like one big thing that we're always big on in the past year since the last issue of our magazine which was themed sleep and restoration which is, is really need. right which <laughs> is which is one thing that like i feel like um people nowadays aren't talking about enough which is everyone wants to you know hustle super hard they sleep we we work we hustle and they're spending a lot of time in the gym and fitness but like no one's really talking about the therapeutic side the rest side yeah, and it's okay to take a break well. yeah 100 yeah. i take breaks all the time all right word how do you do that not run. <laughs> not run? Okay, yeah, what do you do on your, like, off time? Uh, I still work out. Like, I like going to the park doing, like, I'm very, I guess, hood. I like going to the park, jungle gym, workouts. There is like, nothing wrong with no working out and doing it. it in the park. Like, there is nothing wrong with doing it in the park. Like, I think that's the, the best way to do it because, like, you're just out there every day, you know, and it's free. And it's so weird that people say hood. Like, that title has always been so weird so to me. When I'm I say, like, why, so though? When That's I say, not. So when I, when I mean by hood, is like, those are things that you don't see in, white a, people in a white neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Like, because when we were growing up, I didn't have money to go to the gym. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, we had a park. And all the dudes that, was, uh, that lived in my neighborhood at the time were working out in the park. And you just kind of go into that cycle of, like, learning what they're doing and doing the same thing you know what i think it is it's also i think i actually think it's just being efficient with what's around you yeah so like let me be smart sm smart with my money maybe because i don't have money enough money to be spending on this shit but like let me make use of what's around me 100%. and like really seek out the opportunities around me and just thinking officially in any, that matter any jungle gym and especially in the city where there are a, a bunch of parks with jungle gyms you can definitely work out in them you know what i mean so yeah, it's all like it's all up to you. Like you don't have to. And plus, it's we have creative. YouTube these days. You can yeah. just look up some shit. Exactly. Maybe that's what you should do. You should start an entire YouTube channel of jungle gym work. <laughs> There's actually some people that do that already. <laughs> that's awesome. Looking for a place to take your friends? That's fun, hip, and full of food. <laughs> Help! 
Stop on by Canal Street Market. We're on Canal Street. I'll flip in a couple of tricky ones. I'm just kidding. All right. So, how has the internet changed your life? Your, your, sorry. How has the internet changed your hustle? Uh, in many ways, actually. Um, nowadays, like it's a way to make money. So you kind of like got to be above or inno very innovative, you know, to to attract. I'm somebody that doesn't have a gazillion followers and shit, so I got to figure out how to make my shit different from other people's shit, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but at the end of the day, it kind of, I don't think the internet dictates anybody's hustle because it's, it's not in real life. So I'm, I'm more of a real life person, you feel me? So. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, how long has, how, you told me earlier, but how long has Woo Crew been around for? Uh, six years officially, seven unofficially. So what's it like to basically dedicate a, an evening or a day out of your week for other people? Like, that's actually a very selfless act. That's a very selfless thing. Um, and also, not I'm, I can't even imagine the type of planning that you guys have to do leading there up to that no, just one no day a week. Which, <laughs> like you said, initially, when Hector was first starting out, like, they put it out there. Sometimes people won't show up. Sometimes it's just you. Yeah. So, like, what is that like to, to do it for other people well you also like it's something that you have to do for yourself as well like you can't just do things um because all right this is cool to do like we doing it we we run every single monday because we want to run every single monday you know and uh whether or not people come we're still we're, we're just providing the space for people to be to come and run with us you right. know like um it's for it's for everybody it's open to everybody but we we do it because we really want people to run with us, you know. Right. So if I if we people know that we're there every single Monday, with rain, snow, whatever the case may be, like people are gonna come because they know that we're there. Right. All right. Cool. And how do you support your friends, or how do your friends support you? I mean, you just show up. Um, I think a way to do it is um, exchanging ideas with each other, like educating. Um, there's some things that some of my homies may know that they that I don't and vice versa um, Support not only comes from like buying their stuff But also like helping them elevate to be better at whatever they they're trying to do, you know Cool, and what's your favorite spot in the borough that everyone should know about? Um, come highlight me in person because I don't want to you know tell people online and becomes a thing And I hate to go somewhere where it's crowded. You hate a lot of things apparently. Yeah, I'm, I'm learning I'm that <laughs> you got an opinion, which is good. Yeah, which is good. All right so are there any body hacks recovery supplements tinctures <laughs> tinctures and th this is a vasha question this is definitely or a old vasha school question. remedies that you think we should know about that that you should you need to put our community out on um eat your breakfast what do you what do you have for breakfast today everything oatmeal that's like the first meal and then i work out a little bit and then i'll have like a real breakfast like eggs and you know like whatever uh-huh uh, like a bigger breakfast, avocado toast, whatever the case may Ooh. be. But I think a lot of people don't eat in the morning just because, like, they assume, right. like, their life is fast or they don't have time. There's always time to eat. Like, so you eat breakfast every day? Like every day. Damn. Like All right. If I don't have breakfast, I'm Aggie for the whole day. That's good. And last one is, how do you undo ordinary? By being myself. Mm-hmm. Every day. Literally. I have, like, I'm very opinionated and, and I'm very... Uh, 
me, you know? So, like, if I don't like not, something, like, you will know. You know, if I don't feel a certain way type things, you will know. If I do, you will know. All feel right. <laughs> talk about the future of Rue Crew, right? Like, what, okay. That's actually a really good Let's question. talk about, yeah, right. let's talk about, like, past, present, future, right? Because, like, especially with the internet, the culture of fitness and wellness and where things are moving there's a lot of money involved 100%. there's a lot of opportunity now because a lot of eyes is on this movement yep. like where do you guys stand when it comes to that spectrum um i think everybody i mean everybody has their own hustle i guess or their own reason why they have running crews or do their running things for us we're really engraved into our culture and our community so um in the long run we would love to have like a space you know, and everybody, anybody out there wants to holler at me and has any Manifest budget. Manifest that. Put it out there. You know there. what I mean? Um, come holler at me. Uh, but we would love to have a space for for fitness and for education as well. What um, would you guys do in there? So, ideally... This is your business proposal right now. This is this is what it is. So, ideally, I would want to have on the f- uh, activity side or the physical side um, teams of kids. So, like... Uh, ranging from seventh grade to maybe like high school early high school um teams of like different sports so like a baseball team a basketball team all kind of levels and then on the educational side um uh inside the building like in the actual space have an educational portion where people or the kids that age range can learn things like um photography computer like how to build a deck um things that we as um creative individuals i don't know what you want to call call it you know they have to learn ourselves you know because some kids don't like school i didn't like school yeah so give them an outlet where they can learn how to do shit on their own you know um that was like that's like the ideal yeah no i mean i i think one big thing obviously we already know like our education system in this country is so fucked and it's mind-boggling because like if you think about when we were younger majority of the time that we spent we're not spending time with our parents we're spending most of our time with our peers and with you know our teachers and that community and now unfortunately there's so many budget cuts even in this city in new york city where it's really heavily impacting the community because where are kids gonna go where are they gonna learn these things and even for for me growing up in flushing um, you know, we'd watch TV, watch these music movies where people have like baking class or like mechanics so and it doesn't shit. E- it doesn't we exist. don't have that. So it don't exist. And like we don't have courtyards in our schools. They all, they all look like jail cells. Like no, not ja- like a whole jail. Yeah, like it's and literally a jail. our security guards treat us like shit. They treat us all like we're doing something wrong Can't or like criminals. Phone on you, nothing. Metal yeah. detectors, all like that. the moment you walk into the school and it's like it's like we're kids, you know, we're like young 13 to what is it 13 like 14 to 18 year olds that yep. are trying to be in this space to learn and unfortunately the city is not championing that that growth yeah. and all of these people become adults and i mean i have my opinions about the education system and as well tell us uh, what you think i think it's bullshit a lot of stuff um what are the problems and how can we solve it i think it has to start on a from a teacher side i think educators should put their foot down on what kids really need to learn especially uh, a lot of the teachers are people that went to school and are in a lot of debt and it's like how do you break that wheel like a kid tells you oh, i want to be a teacher i'll tell them no you don't you can probably have debt for the rest of your life and work that's weird. the problem too like because you're like gonna like you're gonna work sorry to cut you off but no, you're gonna go work ahead. from like uh what is it eight to three or whatever but then you have to bring all your work home you have to grade papers for like 30 kids all day for all different subjects treat you like shit like are you like <laughs> it's, n- it's you not an ideal day. job you know what i mean like 
But shout outs to the people that are teachers because they, uh, I think a lot of people that do it now are, are our generation teachers. And I think they have like the same concept of like passing down like the right things and, you know, uh, educating the right way. Would you want to be a teacher? Uh, probably a gym teacher. If I was, <laughs> I you know, as a fitness instructor, just straight fitness, fitness and everything Word, tight ass sweatpants and big ass hoodies. Like, <laughs> um, but wouldn't the space, the let's say the Ruku space, yeah. right for now, wouldn't that kind of be an educational center, though, where of you course. would be in that position? Yeah, uh, actually, that would be the dream so scenario for you because exactly. you'd be a gym teacher and exactly. like create like yeah. the academic so like curriculum. Like the goal would be like, so like let's say Sophia Chang is going to come in and teach uh create like a drawing class or whatever like we're, we're also want to use we also want to use our network of people that we know like that have dope ass jobs or do cool ass shit for like big companies or etc et to come in and like help inspire these kids that you know don't have these like in our in our culture uptown like there there are no creatives that people look up to people look up to like sports players or like people with money and things like that you know the quick way out basically yeah exactly so like what like what is what are you really leaving behind you know and if we can create a, a, a place where they can get inspired to do dope shit, a lot of the things now in the city are co- is coming from Uptown. Like, a lot of the dope shit that's going on in the city, like with brands, a lot of the people behind the scenes are people from Uptown, are Dominican, are Spanish, Latino, um, and from our culture, you know? And it's not, it's not seen because, obviously, like, it is what it is, but a lot of it comes from Uptown, and a lot of kids don't know that. You know, they just assume. Well, especially with the Internet, too. Exactly. Right. With social media, it's become this platform in so many. It has so many great assets to it, but also terrible things as well, where people think success is just a photo. Success happened overnight because somebody posted it. It doesn't. It takes a really long time. And I think um, if we can educate our kids to or the the future, you know, I want to say, because they're not they're not kids. They're also humans like us. But uh, educate the future on how to like be human instead of like being on their phones all day like actually learn some shit uh we have a better chance at this thing co- that we call life and like our future you know i think you should do it i think it's a that, great idea i mean that's a goal so like if anybody's listening and has money and wants to invest holler at me you know what i'm saying so <laughs> <laughs> that's us all day every day like you know, so give us some money but you know what honestly it sounds like something you could definitely pull some private investors angel investors for definitely because especially people who come from that hood anyways yeah i mean i mean being from new york and everything that's going on like with all the like they know the struggle and stuff like that like i think uptown specifically we've been we've been really good at and i say that as a collective um i think uptown's been really good at preserving our culture and like saying what's ours is ours um and keeping it between us you know what i mean like um and i think that's very important and i think uh, that's the only way, like, to save New York, you know, like, making sure, like, wherever you come from or wherever you do, like, everybody has a specific hood and or has dope things in their own culture that uh, any brand could, like, take and appropriate or whatever the case may be. But if we stick together and, like, bring in our own people to do stuff, because everybody has talent everywhere, you know, um, especially nowadays, like, there's a gazillion photographers everywhere. There's a gazillion artists everywhere, like. But if you get the right people in the in your circle that are on that same mission, um, to, like to preserve our culture, like we don't want that shit to die. Like I want to be able to b- bring my kid up in the uptown that I kind of grew up in, yeah. you know. Like, and that's the thing that's gonna get lost if we don't try to preserve it or, you know, um, educate our fu- our future. Like 
and, and the way that we see things, you know? Right. So in New York in recent years, like definitely ever since Undo started as well, there's been so many brands that are trying to hop on this like fitness, wellness, especially the run crew communities that exist here in yep. ur- urban running communities. Actually, a lot of times, you know, major sportswear brands will send these like research teams to study the Always. way we move yep. in the city. So has there been like brand opportunities that have come your way before? Yeah, of course. I mean, plenty. Uh currently uh and where do you guys stand when it comes to that kind of stuff too uh i think hector and i have put ourselves in a position where we um it's like it's either we do it the way we want to or like not at all you know we we have the opportunity we've had the opportunity or to work with nike a lot um you know but it's always been on our like our way you know So I think that's very important, like, because brands will come and be like, oh, yeah, here's this X amount of dollars or X amount of product and whatnot. Right. And you kind of, like, lose whatever you're trying to do, you know? So we, we've been really good at, like, um, saying what we want to do. And, like, if it's not like this, then it's not going to, like, it's not going to work. You know, right. and I think people just got to learn how to put their foot down and, like, be. And that's a hard place to be, too, especially especially when there's a bag for you. Yeah, of course, 100%. Know? But it's also, like, do you want to, do you really want to, like, lose yourself and like sell your soul for lack of a better term or, or phrase for for money like then you just kind of like like everybody else you know you don't right. really give a fuck about anything you just only care about yourself and there's like i mean how long are you going to be popping for you know mm-hmm. what i mean like mm-hmm. longevity you, no, like, no one really thinks about that especially you know I mean? with the age of social so media like, it's very every, everything is like really short it's always like a trend it's really fast and it dies really fast so like right. if you're really true to yourself and keep everything hundred like everybody around you is gonna know that it's it's real so and it is yeah and you you know know, definitely even in my experience in my career too with especially with undo it's like when you just stay true to who you are and your messaging people just come they will stay and they will see the consistency and the authenticity This episode of Undo Radio is presented in partnership with Listening Party. Follow the crew on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market.